0: plushcare.com slash weight loss
1: i i think most people that train and train to look a certain way i think we all have that kind of uh, fitness dysmorphia of of never being happy enough you're never happy enough with your run time you're never happy enough with your 10k time i think that's natural and i think that's good it just has to be balanced off and i found with the bodybuilding stuff and it could have just been the time of my life that i just put up with uh, my wife of 16 years and mm-hmm. um, it was it was just too much mentally you're just, just finding yourself too critical of you know your physique
0: this is where I just slowly time myself in yeah welcome <laughs> the Worry You podcast I'm your host, Bram Connolly, and this then is my show. Have you checked out the Warrior U podcast and training website? If not, go and check it out. It's as easy as getting your fat little fingers to push down on the keys on your keyboard. www.podcast.warrioru.com.au There's all the podcasts, the blog, two training programs for the Australian Defence Force, a physical preparation program, or the complete cultural immersion and skills-based training program. That also includes the PT program. Go and check them out. The Warrior U podcast is proudly brought to you by my main sponsors, Aussie Strength and also Ironside Coffee. More about them a little later in the show. I'm going to cold call them and put them on the spot for some savings. Also, a special mention to business partners, Skilled Athlete and Special Ops Research Development Australia. Righto, a massive welcome to the work health and safety experts to WHSE. They work across a wide range of industries worldwide, assisting businesses to navigate often complicated OHS, WHS requirements. Confuses me as well, don't worry. They provide compliance auditing, incident investigations, legislative guidance, tendering, technical writing. The list just goes on and on and on. So, if your business needs assistance in that OHS space, then reach out to the work health and safety experts. Tell them you heard this promotion on the Warrior U podcast. Get ten percent off the quote. Pretty easy. This podcast is being recorded in the Warrior U podcast studio located in the Liberty Flexible Workspaces in Perth. So if you're a startup, like an entrepreneur or visiting Perth and require flexible offer solutions, then contact weareliberty.com.au. weareliberty.com.au. Righto, it's the end of the music. Let's get on with the show. Hey, gang. So this week I'm talking to Rob Pankhurst, about the monthly challenges that we've been setting for our followers on my Instagram and also on his, the Fit Dad Project. We started the year with the 10 kilometres a day for 10 days challenge. I actually found that pretty easy, but the reason I found that easy was because I had structure and consistency and had basically built my whole life around getting up in the morning and doing doing that for the 10 days. Then, you know what, we did that again the first 10 days of February... And the wheels fell off for me completely because I was traveling at the time. I was going back and forwards to Adelaide, back to Perth on the weekends, over to Sydney, um, up to Brizzy. I was moving all around the place and I didn't get any structure, no consistency. And although I was doing the kilometers, I wasn't comfortable in it at all. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then starting next week, so that's the 17th of February, so the Monday after this is released, we're going to do five kilometers and 500 push-ups a day for five days. Now, I guess uh, a little bit disingenuous with this, it's actually set up to help condition us for the 2020 uh, push-ups for time in March, so 2020 push-ups for time that we're going to have a crack at, which I reckon will take about three hours, but the five kilometres a day and 500 push-ups a day for five days will will help with that conditioning. Rob is a former British Parachute Regiment PTI uh, reservist. doesn't mean anything, actually, in the grand scheme of things for British Parachute Regiment, PDIs, has done all the same stuff. He's, he's dabbled in CrossFit, triathlon, marathons, bodybuilding, God, what else? To be honest, if you want physical training or nutrition advice, he has a wealth of knowledge, so reach out to him on his Instagram. Righto, I'm going to give him a quick phone call now. My understanding is he was on the Terps last night with a mate which he'd scheduled in to get done, so he will have a shocking hangover. Um, so this should be either entertaining or pretty flat. <laughs> let's uh, let's have a look and see how it goes.
1: Yo, how are we doing?
0: <laughs> how are you, man? Sorry, no mate. What's going on? You get on it last night.
1: It was a big one, yeah. I've got a friend that's leaving, um, and uh, so we, we went out and got proper on it. So uh, I booked off today.
0: And, I mean, proper yeah, on it for out. a paratrooper is like, it would kill any other man, wouldn't
1: it? <laughs> we did. Uh, we, we went out for dinner, done two bottles of red between us, cocktail, then went to a brunch. There wow. carrying and drinking strong beer back of mine
0: see that's dubai that's that's what that's what dubai yeah. does to you
1: yeah
0: work hard five, play 500, hard
1: 500 push-ups you
0: do today bro. there you go just so you know i'm recording how are you rob you're
1: all right <laughs> yeah i'm good i'm good
0: good mate good anyway we did the, the at the start of january we did 10 days 10 kilometers a day for 10 days And then we did it again at the start of February because we're fuckheads, Um, (laughs) basically. So the ten days for ten days for you in January—how'd you find it? It was a
1: lot harder than I thought. Um, More around um, the timings to try to to get the ten k in because, as you said on your uh, on your blog, you know, you go out and do a a ten k—that's an hour, Mm. but it's not just the hour you're doing. The run, it's the prep beforehand and, and, and afterwards. It's not like doing the 5K where you can kind of do that on an empty stomach and mm. still get a decent time. On a, on a 10, you need to fuel and hydrate mm. and prep mm. for it so that it's not just miserable. So I, I found organizing the time and, uh, quite tough. Mm. And I have my kids here. I have my kids with me, say, three, four days a week. Yeah. Um, so when they're with me, I've got three kids, and when they're at mine. I can't, you know, once I hear, I can't go out and run. And in the morning, I can't go out and run, um, until I've dropped them off at school. So the timings around that was, you know, was, was a challenge, but that's kind of, you know, I kind of liked that because it was, it was that organization, right? Got to plan, got to organize, got to make sure it kind of made sure that I had all my meal prep done, all my food done. Um, which, which really helped me get back on track in January. In January. So it was you know, so it was hard. And there was days where I got in of an evening at like 7, I was like, oh, I've got to go out and run. I don't want it. Um, so having that pressure was good because it was like, right, doesn't matter. Strap on your trainers, go out and do it.
0: Yeah, and the Keep difference between… Then, great. The difference between you and I for that ten k's for ten days is you were still running a PT business and you were still doing training. Other than that training, where where I was just just doing the ten k's a day for ten days. How
1: did you find this one?
0: This one I found you a were lot harder. Around a lot was you've work. Yeah, yeah, this one I found a lot harder because I couldn't schedule it and I I wasn't able to get into a routine as such. Yeah, so I found it a that's, lot yeah. lot difficult.
1: That that's it. But, you know, if you if you if you're not scheduling it. And it, it, it's, it, you know, 10Ks, it doesn't sound a lot. Like when I was challenged to it, I was like, yeah, 10Ks, no problem. You know, and you, you think of other people, you know, you look at like Marcus Smith, who'd done 30 marathons in 30 days, you know, 43 kilometers a day, you're like, 10Ks, nothing. You look at yeah. Eddie, Eddie Izzard when he, you know, done them, you're like, 10Ks, nothing, you know, it's like six miles. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that uh, it, it, it soon become a a, a
0: quick. Absolute.
1: it's not as easy as it sounds. Uh, no, but you know that's
0: why that's why we do this stuff. Yeah, and so to recap, what we did is we we ran from January first for the first one. We ran ten kilometers every day for ten days, and and then we did it again in February. On I wrote a blog, and so did you. On I think you recorded a video vlog. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we both talked about January. You, you found. January difficult. I didn't find it that hard at all because um, I guess I've got a, a running background, which also helps. But also, um, I structured everything around being able to complete that ten kilometres for ten days. But then in February, it, all the you know the wheels fell off <laughs> for me. Um, you know, I was walking walking half of it. Um, you know, splitting it into five k's in the morning, five k's at night. You know, because life got in the way, because I had to do PT with Army Reserves as well, so there was a 2.4 test in there in the middle somewhere, or at the end, near, near the end actually, and um, nutrition wasn't on point, sleep wasn't on point, you know, nothing was really on point, and because I wasn't paying it what it deserved, it absolutely kicked my ass. It wasn't about, yeah. it wasn't about fitness though, was it?
1: No, no, not at all. Um You know, this this time around, uh, February, I found it, I won't say easier, but I'm more prepared for it because I knew what was coming. Yeah. So as I said to you, I'd I'd banged up my carbs, so I'd made sure I had loads of overnight oats prepped in the fridge so that when I got back in from work, I could smash those before going out for a run, or I'd have it post-run, or I'd have it sort of in the office with me so that I could have like an hour before. So, And my sleep pattern's been... Pretty good. So this this time round, unlike last time, I think mentally I was a little bit more prepared, and I'd carried on. I carried on my routine of getting up at four forty-five.
0: And Rob, you're a you're a PT, you're a physical trainer, and you're and you're a physical trainer from from the old days too, from from the Para Ridge. Mm. Um, what does it do to you physiologically? In the
1: sense. What it did to me,
0: or, or, or no, no, just in general, what does ten k's a day for ten days, hundred kilometers over ten days, what does it do to you physiologically? Do you start losing weight and then, then your body realises what's going on, so it just holds it towards the end, or is there is is there? I mean, you're not getting, you don't get, you do get fitter. I noticed that on training peaks, but it, it certainly wouldn't be something you do as an optimal fitness journey, is it?
1: No, because you're not, you're not, um, you're not recovering optimally. Um, so this is where I didn't necessarily drop weight through doing this. I dropped weight for adjusting my, my nutrition. And this one, mm. like in January, I was in a calorie deficit to drop. Obviously the, the additional weight from November and December's activities, uh, mm. where I put on like four or five kilos of beer weight. Mm. Uh, so I was in a deficit. So my recovery there was great, but February, was back on maintenance, and then, as soon as I took on this I was, I was smashing in probably about another five six hundred calories, all carbs, so my, yeah. my recovery was better, mm. definitely better and um, yeah, but it, by the end of the eight nine and ten my knees were my knees were aching mm. but you just just push through it because
0: it is mental toughness it, yeah, it's
1: not it's not yeah it's not optimal but it's amazing what your body can adapt to
0: yeah I noticed that
1: um, you know it, 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 you, as long as you you know I went out I think on the I went out on the 11th day to run the 10k with someone else mm. and my body felt beaten up but I'd said I was going to go and do it with her it with her so it's sort of 5.45 I was at, at Marine i ready to run mm. my knees were, you know
2: mm. they didn't
1: want to do it but within like one or two kilometres it was like oh you know, are oh, we doing this again? Are we? <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: and it's fine. Yeah, and I finished off I think thirteen point seven on, on, yeah. on that day. But it's just you know. But yes, yesterday I took the day off from uh, from running, and my body was like, oh we'll, we'll we'll have a little bit more of a rest. We'll sleep yeah. longer than like, two hours, where my body just needed
0: that recovery, where it kind
1: of caught up.
0: And starting um, starting next week, you and I. Throwing it out there, we're going to do 5Ks a day for five days and 500 push-ups a day. 5K a day? Yeah. yeah.
1: Leading up to next month, 2020 push-ups in one sitting.
0: Wow. That's insane. What did you do the time for for the 1,000?
1: So I've done it. It was a Mark Devine, uh, the, the, the Navy SEAL guy, Unbreakable, unbreakable Mind. Yep. It might, might, yeah. So I uh, read his book and uh, he put a challenge out there to say, look, do things, like eat the frog, do things that are, are, are uncomfortable and get it done. Something that's sort of uh, such a challenge, it blows your mind away. So like 1,000 push-ups or 1,000 burpees you're like, wow. But then it's breaking it down into smaller tasks. So the first time I did it, I just did it in between PT clients, and that took me an hour and 11 minutes. I think I was trying to aim for like six push-ups every 20 seconds or something like that. Um. Then Joff, who was uh, one of the coaches at oh, yeah. Uh,
0: Sands. Yeah, he I know, like Joff. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, so I rocked up and, and done that with him. And then last year, someone saw like some of the crazy stuff I was doing last year in the gym and said, Oh, would you do that again? I was like, Yeah, I'll do it again. And so this year, it's like, Well, I've done the thousand push ups three times now. So let's see if I can push to do 2020, which I. Think it will probably take about two and a half hours, three hours. Yeah. So that I don't burn out. And you do that. And, and the idea now. Yeah. And this, this previously, I didn't, I didn't prep for it at all. Mm. I just did it. So no, no push-ups beforehand, building mm. up sort of endurance. I just did it because it was more of a mental challenge to sort of say, right, okay, if you break this, if you break this thousand down into its smallest denomination of, right. well, okay, it's five or six push-ups every 20 seconds. So five push-ups, six push-ups might take you 10 seconds to do. So you've got a 20-second rest every, you know. So you're never never getting too thrashed until back end. But you get to 300, and you're like, I'm not even halfway. You get to 500, you're like, I'm halfway. I've still got 500, you know. But then when you get to eight, seven, eight hundred,
2: Mm.
1: time just it just it it, it goes really quick mm. um but this time because it's 2020 um i was worried that mentally i think i could do it I, you know I, can, I could do it today or maybe not today i'm hungover but uh <laughs> i reckon i could do it mentally i could prep myself yeah but i think 2000 being sensible two thousand would probably push me to the verge of maybe going into Ragdo or
2: something
1: like that, which mm. you know is not is not an area I want to get into. So this is nope. where the, the five hundred a day would go. That keeping the five K I think that's that's a nice that's a nice distance five K. You mm. can go out and you can smash that out, you know, mm. on, on a coffee.
0: Um plus you can do you can do other things with that too. So you can do some speed work, you can do some slow stuff, you can do some faster stuff. You know you can you know, you you can do, you could, you, and one of the things I'm going to do is run along the coast there and every, every, um, for five kilometers and every pole, I'm going to do 10 push ups. The yeah. old school, yeah, so you,
1: you know, and so that sort of breaks it down. Yeah. It also means you get a bit more speed work, and then that speed work will have an impact next month
2: mm. if you choose to do a 10K for 10 days again. You know, so, it's coming. You know, that, you know, the back,
1: backing off of um, of, vo- of volume mm. from the ten to the five, you can work speed, still keep that habit and routine,
0: mm.
1: and five k. Yes, yeah, so you can play around with the push ups on that quite um, uh, quite easily. Yeah, so it makes it a little bit more fun.
0: Yeah, and I, I I did I found that I suffered in February because I finished the ten k's a day for ten days and then didn't run basically. And then that meant that I had 21 days of no running, but it didn't feel like that because I'd done so much volume at the start. Then I started running again. My body was like, what? <laughs> this isn't the new normal. Yeah, you know,
1: what we doing we're done with this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there was, no, there was no respite for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah and how many people are, are going to do this with you, the, the 5Ks a day and the 500 push-ups next week starting on Monday? Um, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm trying to... Trying to push it out for for a few of the guys here uh, to do I think uh should be able to get a few more doing it on the five k. I think some of the people that would do it might struggle with the five hundred push up so we'll yeah. pick like a a lower number
0: my my um, mate um my mate Scott Clark sent me a a uh, a message last night tagging Eva Clark. In in the five yeah. in the five kilometres a day for you know in five hundred push ups and I think they are both laughing at the low volume like Eva you know goes and <laughs> when when Eva does push ups they're in they're in multiples of thousands. Yeah, she does
1: them for like twenty four hours.
0: She's the most motivated human on the face of the earth.
1: She is a, a machine. So I remember what? going four or five years ago to to uh, to go and support her and Lee do the twenty four hours of burpees. Mm and um, she's you know, a weapon run from, yeah, she run from Abu Dhabi to, to Dubai. Yeah, she is. She's just so incredibly focused and, you know, and but then she's also incredibly focused around her family and everything else, which is, you know, you know, that's, it's a good, it's a, it's a, it's a good, it's a good balance. And it's, a, you know, as you know, it's a tough balance to mm. push yourself physically and make sure that you're also around for, Kids and everything else, and you
0: know that you're on point with them. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I say all the time that you know motivation's bullshit, and that it's all about consistency. But you look at someone like her, and you realise mm. that some people are just intrinsically motivated, and, and you know just just mm. is what it is. Mm.
1: But it's it's I was, you know funny enough, I was having a chat with one of my guys the other day. We we're talking about motivation. it's like, "Oh, it's your job to to motivate me and stuff like that." I was like, "Well, to a degree." But motivation, I believe, has got to be in your gut. You've got to have you've got to have that spark there for someone to then fuel it. Yeah. You know, um, if you look at any podcast, you listen, you listen to David Goggins, uh, 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 anyone. Mm. If you don't have that uh, that burning feeling in your gut, no one's going to motivate you. You know, if you don't want to run, doesn't matter. You know how raw raw someone's going to be, they're mm. not going to motivate you to run ten yeah. k for ten days. It's got to be in there. And obviously, she's yeah. You know, People like Eva have just got that fire burning all the time. So yeah. Something comes up or, you know, externally it looks like that, but I'm sure that they'll be they're going through those big, dark places like we all do. Yeah.
0: Um, of, what am I doing? Yeah. And Marcus you know? Marcus, Smith's but, the same as well, isn't he? He's he's intrinsically motivated, self-motivated, but mm. for us mere mortals, it's all about consistency and scheduling and just building building yeah. habits. Yeah. it, it
1: um, you, know, um, you know, you know. You, you look at Jocko's line of uh, you know, discipline builds freedom. Mm. It is doing stuff when you don't want to do it, making sure that you know you've scheduled it. You said you're going to do it. Make yourself accountable. And even if you don't want to do it, you're getting it done. Yeah. And it's it's the days it's the days when you don't want to get it done. It's the it's the thirty or forty percent of the time that you don't want to get it done that you do get it done that makes you grow that yeah. gets you faster, that gets you stronger because it's the days where you're like, oh, do just sitting on the sofa and putting Netflix on. Mm.
2: But
1: instead, you get out and get after it. Mm. And it's those days. It's not the days that you go out and get your PB. Those days are great, but it's the days when your knees are hurting. Mm. You haven't had enough sleep. You're not hydrated enough. You've just been in a meeting all day and your brain's fried. Mm. Those days that um, I believe make
0: everything quicker, faster, stronger. What about the days where you're hungover like you are?
1: Oh, well, I'm still going to get it done today. But I planned to be hungover today. <laughs> I had planned that I it. taken today off. I had scheduled it. I knew that, I knew that last
0: night was going to get messy. Uh, so I'd scheduled to take today off. Um, Is there something to that? Is there something to scheduling, you know, cheap meals and scheduling, you know, writing yourself off?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. I think, you know, um, planning it is, you know, like, rather than rather than going out and sort of, you know, I don't tend to do things. I'm either kind of all in or all out. So rather than, oh, I've got to hold back or you know, I've, got, I've got to be up at 4.30, it's like, well, oh, I know I'm going to worry about it. I've been up at 7 anyway, I'm not feeling great. Uh, it's a lower volume day to so like a 5K run. Five hundred push-ups over the course of the day, so a lower volume in the sense that it's not ten um, you k. Know, um, yeah, yeah it is, and I think you know, building in, building in cheat meals. Uh, you know, there's there's pros and cons of that for, for nutrition, and it depends on, um, it depends on your personality set.
2: Yeah. So,
1: so, some people can build in cheat days, and it's great. It allows them to stay on track me, I have to be very careful because if I build in like a, a cheat day, say the Cheesecake Factory or something like that, the next day I want to do it again and again and then it will push me off. Yeah, it's like crack. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you're like, oh, this is great. I'm the but same. If, I, if I stay true to it, um, you know, like when i I'd, I'd done the, 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 the bodybuilding shows and stuff like that, I found that if I just stayed on track, it's fine. Mm. As soon as I steered off, it was hard to get back on track and it's and that's with, It's like with all, I think all nutrition plans, you've got to know your own personality type a little bit to see what's going to work for you.
2: Yeah. You know, um, and I think that's, that's the,
1: that's the, you know, one of the keys of, of, you know, nutrition working and making sure that you're scheduling it in at a time that works for you.
0: What's the foundation for, for the British para, you know, training? Is it, is it a lot of running? Is it, or is it a lot of tabbing or is it sort of, is it mental um, fitness? a lot of
1: running. It, it, it's, uh, a lot of running, um, uh, and they build they build your tabbing up because tabbing is essentially the bread and butter um, of the parachute regiment and you know commandos. Because um, so uh, you're built up to carry 35 pounds plus weapon plus water and food yeah. um, over undulating terrain over 10 miles uh,
0: right. in sub one hour fifty. Wow. So that's that's moving. Yeah, it is moving. Um,
1: um the you know, the two and a half or two point four mile okay, run right, you've got to qualify is is sub nine and a half minutes. Yeah, right. So yeah, I think it's ten and a half to get in uh the British Army. Um just normal, but to, to, for for the red it's it's sub nine and a half.
0: So say that uh, again. You, What's, that's, what is that again? That's
1: Nine and a half minutes yep. for two point four kilometer run
0: is so the entry and standard.
1: Run. Entry standard, yeah. yeah when, right. when, we, when we were when we um, when we were looking at guys that were coming on board, they might have looked fit and stuff, but if they weren't doing if they were doing like ten, ten and a half, I knew that over the six months of training, they weren't going to hit the standards. So they needed to come in fit. Right. Um Is that yeah, P, what, what I P company? P company, yeah. Mm. You know, I was a reservist, not uh, so I didn't go through depot, which is slightly different. So but the guys that I trained were civvies trying to get into the parachute regiment. Mm. So they had to put a lot of their they had. To-
0: cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com
1: got a lot of their fitness in in their own time so Mm. we knew that if they were coming in and they were their their mile and a half time on you know day one was 10 and a half minutes we knew that over the six months before they went to p company Mm. p company's brutal Mm. you know but we knew that they didn't have over the six months they weren't gonna they you know they would struggle getting through p company
0: yeah right Yeah. yeah Mm. Um, Ten and a half. I didn't.
1: By did... the time you get to P Company, it's, <clears throat> uh, it's all meant, it's By the time you get to P Company, I'd say it's seventy percent mental, thirty percent physical. Yeah, um, because your physical fitness should already be there by the time you get there, mm. um, and then it, it's just that mental robustness to to dig in and hold on when everything's hurting. Mm. In in nineteen
0: ninety seven, I um. Uh, was sent up to P Company from Limston actually, and um, fronted up, and then there must have been a lot of toing and froing going on the, in the back, you know, in the background, and then and then I promptly left, <laughs> so they didn't they didn't take me. I'm not sure what what was going on, but I think it was something to do with you know, an Australian parachuting in the UK without clearance from the Australian consulate or something. Um, and then this weekend I ran for my. Army fitness test. I ran 10 minutes and six seconds for the BFA, which is the slowest 2.4 I reckon I've done in years, but um, not bad for a 46 year old. I'll take that for the moment without too much training. It's
1: it's still still a good time. I've still got, uh, I'll have to send it to you for, um, I don't know whether it's the same in in Australia, but you know, the, um, the PFA. Mm. They changed that now, but you had to do it every year mm. before you can do the the, the, the you know every year. Mm. Um, but obviously, that the speed on that changes as you get older.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, it does with um, as well. Yeah. You know, yeah, mm. uh, but you
1: know, two point
0: four and ten. I think it's I can really walk moving. it. I think I can walk it these days. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I'd be I, I, it'd be remiss of me not to say that. I think if you're in the military, you should also, always be trying to pass SF selection for your, for your BFA's and your, you know, combat fitness assessments yeah. as well. Like it just, it's yeah. just and, and, it's a number out there.
1: That's you know, yeah, and, you know, and that, that was that was you know one of the things was, although everyone was pushing for nine and a half minutes, everyone was pushing to go. You know, that was you know, that was a minimum. You know, people wanted to be harder and faster mm. than that, mm. and because mm. as a reservist as well we wanted to make sure that
2: mm-hmm.
1: we we stacked up. We we mm-hmm. kind of, you know, that we, yeah. didn't, we didn't start training with the regular counterparts and, and we were wanting on the fitness levels. We knew that obviously skills and drills, we only had a certain amount of time, but fitness was down to us. And if you weren't fit, then you're not going to keep up with, you know, your regular counterparts. And, and so fitness was, you know, huge. Yeah. And that was, um, you know, if you're not on top of that, then, you know, that's in, that was in our control. Um, yeah. And, and now I think that's, all, that's always a driver. I've, I've sort of said it before, like with, um, you know, where you, where you base your fitness level. And I think, you know, the, the, the British army, um, PFA is a good one because you're like, right. I used to do it at this time. Mm. Okay. You know, this, this pace is good. Or I thought I was, I thought my fitness level had really dropped. And it's only 20 seconds or 30 seconds off. And it gives you something to kind
0: of push towards. Oh Yeah. Oh yeah, my sit-ups and push-ups were nowhere near what I was able to do, and you know, ten years ago. But that's also because I'm not training. You know, not in that. I'm not training like that. Um, you do. You go to CrossFit long enough, you stop doing, you know, military sit-ups. <laughs> so your hip flexors get all yeah. soft and squishy. Yeah, military sit-up. Kind of
1: Com-
0: completely different. <laughs> completely different. <laughs> yeah. I think
1: I think they ditched that. I think. That I know they changed, like in the, the the PFA and They've changed in in the British Army now, so you know they, I think there's like carriers and other things that are in there, but mm. you know, I, I quite like I quite like that 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 fitness test. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, I, I I found it good for the guys, you know, especially yeah. on the run.
0: And what's up? What's the up for people running next? What's up for you now, Rob? What's up for the fit dad lifestyle? What are you up to?
1: Um, okay. um, I've got a few challenges that I'm going to do this year. So we're trying to look at doing one small challenge a month. Yeah. Uh, last month or February was trying to deal with more uh, mental stuff. So trying to build in more meditation, which I, I hate about, I, you know, the idea was to do it every day for, for 10 days and build that habit. I'd say I'd done like it about 70% of the time. So it's to, to continue working on that. Um, I've got no real big uh, challenges this year. I was going to do um, an ultra, but after my marathon last year, I realised that I, I need to square away calf injuries and stuff like that. So, um,
2: mm, mm.
1: and the time, the time involved for an ultra, mm. um, I, I think that would pull away from the enjoyment of it. Yeah. Um, so, no, you know, keep doing these sort of challenges um because that kind of it's it's it's, it's good mm. and it's changing each month because mm. uh, uh, i kind of like i like change i like i like consistency but i also like uh i like to mix up what i'm doing yeah you know, um i'm sure you've seen that for the last sort of, four or five years on, yeah. on the different things that i've done
0: you know yeah. the, like,
1: bodybuilding competitions and stuff like that
0: which uh yeah, I remember. I remember 2015, I think it was, or maybe 16. I bumped into yeah. you in spinnies and I was like, "Bloody hell, you're wider across the shoulders than I am, tall." But I, but your body has changed a lot over the years, you
1: know. Yeah, it's like uh, I was doing a lot, a lot of crossfit, and I really enjoyed that because it was uh,
0: constantly
1: varied, mm. yeah. uh, which was good. And then one of the coaches went, "Why don't you do a bodybuilding competition?" And there was one coming up in six weeks. I was like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah. Um, and then I, I stayed on that bandwagon for like two years, mm. but it, it messes with your mind mm. so much mm. because it's so nutrition based and you've got, when you're competing with other people that are, uh, you know, taking supplementation that you can't normally buy at your nutrition shop, mm. you know, you're competing, you're not competing on a level playing ground when you know they're, they're injecting other stuff. And yeah right. So it gets so in your head because it's not like a PFA, right? Mm. You can do it in nine and a half minutes, or you don't. It's not like deadlifting; you either pick that three hundred pounds up, or you don't.
2: Mm.
1: You're you're stepping on stage and letting someone judge you on what they think is good mm. or not, mm. um, and it, it messes with your head. Mm. You know, you, you, afterwards, when you you go from sort of six percent
2: to nine or ten percent body fat, and mm. you're thinking that you're fat. Mm-hmm.
1: It's just it's not a good place. I yeah, just, uh, yeah, not a good
0: place. I'm I'm sure that I've got that um, that sort of fitness dysmorphia as well because I, I look at myself all the time like, oh god, but, and then other people are like, oh wow, you've really dropped weight, or you've really you know stacked it on, or whatever, and I always feel like it's the opposite. I, I,
1: I think most people that uh, train and train to look. A, a certain way. I think we all have uh, that kind of uh, fitness dysmorphia of, of never being happy enough. You're never happy enough with your run time. You're never happy enough with your 10K time. Yeah. Um, I, think that's, I think that's natural and I think that's good. It just has to be balanced off. Um, and I found with with the bodybuilding stuff and it could have just been the time of my life that I'd just put up with uh, my wife of 16 years. And mm-hmm. um, it was it was just too much mentally. You're just finding myself too critical of, of, you know, your physique rather than going, actually, you know, I can, I can still run. Yeah. At this pace. I can yeah. still do that. At yeah, that that's pace. right. Yeah. Moved away from it and went more, more performance based and back to things that mm. I'm training for enjoyment rather mm. than for mm. an event.
0: Oh, I said fit dad lifestyle before. That's obviously my mate Leroy's, um, mm. Business, but you, you're you're the Fit Dad Project, which is all about you, and whereas yeah. his is about all these other dads. But um, you know, you are pretty inspirational for an for an old you know for an old parrot dad. <laughs>
1: Thanks,
0: mate. <laughs> yeah, no, and we um, we we've got it, a little bit. of it,
1: it, it, It's weird because I, I, I don't I don't I don't I don't see myself as inspiring people. who's just just getting kind of thoughts out there to you know um, because I think as you know. As dads, Mm. Mm. when we hit our kind of 40s, and, you know, I know this is the same for women. If anyone's listening, I'm kind of focusing, but my focus is around guys. I think you get into your 40s, you've got a couple of kids, you've got a wife, you've got a job, you're trying to balance everything. You're going to the gym and seeing these 20-year-olds who are... Jack, and lean, and you're looking at them thinking, "Oh, I should look like that." It's like, no, you shouldn't look like a twenty-year-old.
0: You, no, you, body's you know, not full of testosterone for you, Yeah,
1: you've got kids that you're looking after. You've got a job that you, you've got to work hard for. These, these sort of twenty-year-olds that you're looking at in the gym, and, you know, and mm. they're still living with their parents. Someone's crooked doing. You know, they haven't got to do. Much and that's all twenty-year-olds, but mm. it was trying to get people out of that mentality to say, look, stop comparing yourself to mm. someone that's twenty years younger. Mm. Yeah, compare yourself to where you were. Are you fitter than you were twenty years ago? Mm. You know, I would say I'm probably fitter now than I was twenty years ago.
0: Yeah, more um, robust for sure. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You
1: know, I was probably stronger twenty years ago, and I might have been bigger, but I'm pretty confident I can go out and do most stuff, and not you know. So I'd be you know get across all, all mm. things but it's it's it is about sort of saying to these guys look, stop comparing yourself to that guy compare you compare yourself to you guys that are in your peer group who are, are in the same sort of situation they have two three kids they've got to get up and do this and manage school runs you know football practice all that kind of stuff mm. and still getting after it how how do you compare in that and I'm like yeah I looking amazing yeah so not worrying about the six pack mm. so not worrying about being that um, cover model, mm. getting down to that that leanness,
0: which is all diet. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's, it's all, all diet. It's so you can do any training program that you want. Mm. Uh, you so you, if you wanted to lift heavy, you could do, you wanted to do if you want to get down to your ten percent, you could still do a strength-based Olympic lifting program mm. and get lean. Yeah, you, it's just diet. You just need to change your diet now. The the strength training, and Olympic lifting wouldn't be optimal because you might not be eating enough fuel to recover mm. uh, and gain more strength. But you'd still get extremely lean. Yeah, true. Um, it's, it's it's all it's all it's all diet. Yeah, know? and diet is the hardest bit. Mm. You know, especially when you're out with your kids.
0: Mm. No, that is it's true.
1: Adverse. You want to sit down and have that, like, you know, and it's it's that balance.
0: I, I actually find that I've changed the way I think about food in in that i congratulate myself for not eating like for, for, for not eating something like i might be on a plane and everyone else they're like pigs to a bloody trough on a plane with a you know and i'm like well, i don't eat that i don't eat those meals like and, and i'll skip that that meal and then i'll eat something you know yeah something healthy later yeah. on and yeah. by healthy i mean something yeah. i enjoy yeah. you know, that's healthy. Yeah,
1: and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you've got to you've got to enjoy the way that you're eating and eating healthy does make you feel good mm. you know um but you've but what's also healthy is also then being able to say right, well, i'm going out with the kids and i'm going to have this but then you plan your day around it mm. so that you can still stay on track yeah you know um, and you use different methods like, like for me i might um i'll skip breakfast or lunch on a weekend because mm. i know that in the evening or the afternoon i'm gonna Smash a load of extra calories with the kids, so it is just balanced out yeah. that way.
2: Yeah,
1: um, and that's not that's not mentality that I would have taken when I was doing the the shows. It was like no, not touching that. So rigid, it was uh, miserable.
0: Yeah, right. And so, what's up for the rest of the year for you, mate?
1: Um, I don't know. I'm just going to see how things go. I've got, uh, um, uh, yeah, I've got, you know. It, the usual stuff, of, you know, the long summer here. So probably taking the kids away to Australia, uh, not Australia, to Thailand again for three or four weeks. Yeah, uh, nice. doing fitness there with them. Um, but you know, no, no big plans
0: at, mm. the, at,
1: at the moment. But you know, it's like someone will say, "Do you want to do this?" Be, mm.
0: We'll yeah. try and line that. Try and yeah. <laughs> line that up at the same time, and I'll try and get over to Tiger Muay Thai for four or five days. Yeah, because it's, mm. it's amazing. That's mm. you know, uh, the soy is amazing. Mm. You if you want
1: to go and focus on fitness and stay um, healthy and eat well, mm. it's a great place. It's a great place to go. It's so much, you know. And I took my I took the boys there last year and the year before. Mm. And as you know, so you book them in for like a private um, Muay Thai class, and then you can get your session done. And yeah, it was great. So great, you know, and because you're eating and, and with the kids, I wasn't boozing while I was there, so you know, I might have had two or three beers through the whole three, three weeks and, uh, mm. you know, so you come back feeling, feeling great and having spent real quality time with the kids as well.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, let's do it. We'll try and get a few other dads over there with their boys. Boys and yeah, girls, boys and girls, whatever. Yeah. Dads and mums. Yeah. Margaret, let's get everyone over there. I tell you what, there's some women. There's some women that listen to this podcast that would rip you an eye apart, Actually, a bloody uh, yeah. I've I've said to a few people that the journey I've been on over the years, where you know, um, I, I left special forces in all male environment, and by the way, you know, we, we've started to embark on this whole journey of um, inclusion very early on, like a long time before corporate did. But um, yeah, anyway. So so then I. You know, I meet these girls in these CrossFit gyms, and they're just beasts. <laughs> they were destroying me. Yeah, and, and in Dubai especially, because you know they've got you, mm. know, you know good incomes, lots to train, lots of lots of good training places. Yeah, fantastic.
1: Yeah, and you you, you know when when you're in that environment, you're you're surrounded by people who are driven. Mm. That are not making excuses that that are are, are driven. So it, it shows, you know, just like when you know when you're in the commando regiment, you know, mm. you're surrounded by people that want to be there. Yeah, yeah. You're surrounded by people that are driving to be fitter, faster, and stronger than you yeah. all the time. Mm. You know, you look at, you know, if you could, you know, pick another army regiment, and you know, they're like, oh, it's you know, we've got to, we've got to get it ten and a half minutes. You know, it's a oh, I've got to do it where. It's that, you know, that's what I quite liked about that CrossFit uh, environment because people wanted to be there. People weren't there just to be on the elliptical trainer for 60 minutes to say that they've exercised, Mm. coming off the elliptical with having not broken a sweat or anything. I go to the gym, you know, for an hour a day and nothing's happening.
0: Well, yeah, because you're
1: not doing much when you're there. Yeah, that's right. Um, You go to a CrossFit gym and people are just getting after it. There is no excuses that people are just getting after it and killing it. And, yeah, you know this, and you you you're seeing just absolute beasts. Yeah, you know? um, and it's it's great because it's quite humbling to like I've got you know you feel you feel a little bit inadequate because you're not as fit, not as strong. Mm. It pushes you to work harder.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I'm looking forward to doing another challenge with you, mate. We'll do we'll do this five yep. kilometers and 500 push ups a day for five days and see how we pull up at the end of it um, and
1: leading I'm, to the 2020 push ups at the end mate
0: yeah I think I'll have a crack at that yeah yeah, couple of hours um, three yeah. hours maybe and then you know March is fast approaching and, and I can't help but think that perhaps I'm going to do the 10 Ks a day for 10 days again just because once you start maybe I'm going to yeah. do that every month this year I don't know we'll see but, what happens yeah that's kind of mm.
1: that's kind of in my
0: mindset mm. now already yeah me too uh, and one of the things I did, with, obviously,
1: you saw that I don't need but, you know, I missed two and a half K in one day, so I that I'm it 12 and done twelve and a half. Mm. Um, but getting out and putting a, a ruck on your back again, a tabbing, that was, uh, that was fun. Yeah. So what I might try and do is see whether I can train up to get back to sub one hour, 50, 10 miles with, with, uh, with that load to see how far I am off. mm how far I am off that pace Mm.
0: at 43 Mm. that is fast Um, Mm. yeah Mm. Um, what's the weight 15 kilo uh,
1: 20 reg weight was uh, 45 pounds plus water plus
0: your weapon Mm. um, I went out with in my pack I
1: went out with 45 pounds you know just to sort of offset the fact that I didn't have a weapon and stuff like that I don't Mm. like you running around with that (laughs) Um, so I think I'll stick with the 45 pounds and see if I can get Mm. One hour fifty.
2: Mm, okay.
1: mm. Um, mm. So yeah, if you fancy, fancy that. Um, Easy day. But that will probably be. I'll, I'll probably look at having maybe once, once a week. Mm. It's, it's a lot of stress on the body. Mm. A lot of stress.
2: It is. Mm. Um,
1: but, but it was great. You know, I haven't done it since about last year, mm. um, which was uh, for the anniversary of Arnhem um, Yeah. Right. Really? Yeah. You know, it was just, it just felt great, and um, in my head, just, just hear old people, uh, old voices screaming at you to go quicker. And so, what what was meant to be a little bimble and you know a bit of a recovery run, you know, uh,
0: yeah, wasn't. <laughs> what was that? Was that always the the standard as well back back prior to or, or during World War Two and after for the Paris? Yeah, because yeah, right.
1: it was that, um, yeah. you know, it's based, you know, the 10 miler that we do in P Company is based around, you know, Arnhem. I think they got dropped mm. eight miles, eight miles or 10 miles out.
0: And mm. they had to. And that's that's have what. A
1: tactically advanced battle to get there.
0: From memory, that's um, uh, Bridge Too Far based on Arnhem, is that right? That's right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, which I, I quite often use that in my leadership training with my leadership company about um, task nesting. So talking about you know, if you've got one bridge and then there's two bridges and, and your, um, you know, your requirement is to secure one bridge and you know the other bridge has to be held as well. If you get there and your bridge is gone, then guess what? You don't need to ask permission to go and, you know, secure the other bridge. But, um, yeah, yeah can you imagine? Can you imagine moving yeah. that fast and then at the end of it you've got a holy pyjamas, you know? Bloody yeah. hell, that's yeah. brutal. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's
1: you yeah, know, and and... That comes up a lot through through training to sort of say, you know, these are the guys that you're, mm. these are the guys that you're you're comparing yourself with. This is why it's not an easy, mm. it's not an easy selection. We, it's not. I did a post yesterday. Actually. It's mm. it's not issued. It's earned. Mm. You've got to want it. You've got to put the work in to get it because it's seen as disrespectful for the people that have come before us. Otherwise, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, you know you, you, yeah.
0: Mm. Brilliant.
1: All right, mate. So, when's your um, when's your leadership book coming
0: out? Oh, nice question. Um, it's currently in a deep edit, so I think it'll be ready for publishing in August. Mm. Cool. Yeah, be good. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. Um, yeah, and then and then hopefully another Matt Rick's book, and then who knows, maybe a movie. Never know. Never know. Who knows I what remember. the world holds. Mm. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I keep telling Dan McPherson he's got to play the lead role. Dan McPherson. I think he's who that is. He's on. He's one of the main actors on Strike Back at the moment.
1: Oh right. Okay. Yeah. What well, the the old Strike Back or the new one?
0: The new one with Warren Warren Brown. The new
1: one. Is it, is it Brown? Right. Warren yeah, Brown. I haven't, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched, I haven't watched any of the new ones. I've watched the. Mate, the new the ones.
0: Series. Yeah, so you're you're still watching bloody the professionals.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, totally adore him, mate. Bloody para. Yeah, he was um, he, but he was a para, yeah, and he was going to go through uh, uh, selection with um, SF. Yeah, but they went. He would be too too much of a high profile, so he didn't. Yeah, he he joined para. Yeah, which is a uh, uh, you know one of the reserve regiments of the yeah. regiment, uh, which is
0: basically where Four Para is yeah. uh, is now. So what Warren? Yeah. Warren Brown, the guy that plays next to um, Dan in Strikeback, he was a um, professional Thai kickboxer. Yeah, and he played Andy, Andy, whatever his name was, Andy Holt in um, Hollyoaks. <laughs> As you do, but yeah, no, he's legit. He's legitimate. He's legitimately good kickboxer. Mm.
1: I, I like that. When I was doing that last year, getting back into um, Muay Thai, the training there
0: mm, um, brutal.
1: Uh, it was was great you know I was just burning the calories off it was
0: brilliant Mm. Um, high intensity uh, interval training isn't it really
1: yeah brilliant
0: All right, let's get into it we'll do these 5k 500 push ups, 5 days starting Monday and um, we'll report back after that see how we're going and I'll put this out Sunday night and everyone can never everyone can never laugh at you and me doing this but we've got um, there's 45 people in this whatsapp group doing it with us yeah not bad. That's brilliant. I'll, go.
1: I'll, I'll have to add a few people in, so
0: yeah. get I'll, involved. I'll send you the link. All right, mate. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that'd be great.
0: No worries, Rob. Hey, thanks, brother. Talk soon.
1: Cheers, mate. Yeah. Take care, mate. See you. Bye. bye.
0: There you have it. Rob, para, PTI, P Company, reservist, but hard as nails. And um, now in Dubai, running a training program over there and also doing corporate training. He's... Um, Legitimately good athlete in his own right, was a good CrossFitter, bodybuilder, and he's just a quiet professional, really. I really like him. All right, that's me. Rightio. So, we're done. And I've just worked out that I can record directly into my software, which makes it even easier. Before I was like recording on one thing and then changing it over to another, and yeah, you've got no idea. It was killing me. Um, next week, I'm going to play you a podcast that I was involved in um, with the Executive uh, Connection. Um, they actually interviewed me, but I think you really like it. It's all about leadership and a lot of leadership stories and stuff like that. Remember, you can check out uh, more of the podcast if you like, on www.podcasts.warrioru.com.au. Again, a massive shout-out to Aussie Strength. They do really make some amazing stuff. You know they're working on a garage gym at the moment that all folds up against your wall um i think as wide as it comes out is like 60 centimeters or something like that which means that you can for a few thousand dollars and all the way up to probably 10 or more you can set up a gym up against the wall of your garage and still get your car in there um yeah i'm looking at doing that very thing in the house that i'm finally finishing building hopefully one day anyway that's it for me um on with the week see you later bye